listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am with, yet again, Taylor Campbell. Woo! Woo. Welcome back. This is your, I think, fourth, fourth time? Fourth time, yeah. Fourth time in a row. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think You just uh, keep forcing me to do these I do, I do. Yeah, but it's fun. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm like, it's always fun hanging with you, so... Yeah. I think uh, this week we have a few things to discuss, like the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is going to be different takes on both of us. Yes, it's going to be extremely <laughs> different. And then I think, but let's get like kind of the small stuff out of the okay, way okay. before we get into that. Um, did you see the trailer for Venom 2? I did. What did you think? I'll go see it. I, I thought the same <laughs> thing. I was like, you know what? This feels like it could be a fun yeah. movie. Yeah very fun and not serious yeah like, I, like a sony movie yeah and my <laughs> butt hurt yeah my butt hurtness about like the lack of spider-man it's kind of dissipated because I've, I've lived with the first movie for so mm. long that i'm just like okay this is what it is yeah i'm i'm game yeah and i it's weird that woody harrelson is carnage who would you have cast i don't know about him <laughs> yeah i'm like he's he's weird enough i mean i'm glad they gave him a haircut because that like yeah, first that, haircut. That, what Ronald McDonald hair? Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. I think they, yeah, they, they, they made a wise choice, and it's directed by Andy Serkis. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, that's so weird. But that's he, so random. He's like the motion capture guy, yeah. so he probably can like get crazy performances out of Tom Hardy. Probably. You know, but I like that they're having like a couples issue. Like him mm-hmm. and Venom are like not at. They're not at the same spot. Yeah. As as much as like the trailer showed, it's like neither of them are happy or satisfied with what they have. Yeah. And they're both like arguing and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I'm glad they leaned into the more com- comedic side of things mm-hmm. this time around. But Which the first one had some it did. comedic moments. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So like uh yeah, I'll see it. That's that's just my that's just my Yeah. My uh my take. Now if it went to streaming I would rather like if it did like an <laughs> HBO Max thing, like screening and in theaters. I'd yeah. probably just like watch it at home. Oh, totally, yeah. Because <laughs> Sony, I wouldn't go see it. Yeah, I feel like Sony. They don't even have like a platform to they like, don't. which is sad. Like, I mean, they probably should have just like. I mean, they have no choice. But they could do like papers. a PlayStation exclusive. Ooh, like if that, you have a PlayStation account, you can watch these movies. If that happens, I'll give you like super bonus points for like predicting it. Yeah, because that's not out of the realm of a possibility especially if another and i'm not gonna speak this into existence but another (laughs) pandemic or something another lockdown happens which we're close to they say that (laughs) they're like we're not walking down again but i'm like maybe we should maybe we should (laughs) (laughs) but uh i'd be okay with it yeah i think so we have the mental facilities to handle another one and uh i think another piece of news the kid from cobra kai Ah, uh, the he's um Blue Beetle. He is Blue Beetle. Yep. Yeah, uh, if I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sorry, but I think he's a fantastic actor. Uh, Zolo Maraduana. <laughs> I had to put the little role yeah. at the end of it, you know. 
But uh, yeah, I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's exciting. Because DC right now, they need some teen superheroes. They do. Because that's like their bread and butter is mm-hmm. like, or at least for Marvel, like they got Spider-Man, they got like, I'm trying to think of other teen superheroes. That's actually might be, that might be the only one. Is, is it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you could have like teen X-Men, but. Ooh, I kind of want to see that. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Like X-Men Evolution, that sh- mm-hmm. that old early 2000s X-Men. Yeah. That would be really neat. Like Scott Summers, a teen mm-hmm. with Gene, and he's like. And you got Jubilee. <laughs> Ooh, Jubilee would be so cool. Yeah. And I mean, if I, like, if I were to make an X-Men movie, I would use Jubilee, like, and, you know, I wouldn't set it in the 90s, but I would be tempted to. I think you should set it in the 90s. <laughs> like, that really. would be pretty sweet. That's how you would get, like, diehard X-Men fans to go see it. Yeah. I'd be hyped. Hell, I'm hyped thinking about it right now. I would I would get the old X-Men theme song, the animated series. <laughs> I Yeah, I would just go all <laughs> out with it. I'd be like, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. And then really kind of explore, you know, Jubilee's her, like, powers to, like, you know. The whatever the whatever fuck it, it is. is yeah i make things sparkle or <laughs> yeah. something i'm like that could be like a really great lgbtq plus character it could and it's not forced it's yeah. like she's that's just her yeah and i'm like you know they always like throw that out there make that the main storyline how about you just like throw it out there so you know mm-hmm. but you don't go around the story yes of that, you that know would what I mean? be sweet yeah because they need like a character that can like get into the school it could be like Harry Potter. That's my. That would be my pitch to it. It pre- yeah. I mean, pretty much is. Yeah. Like Hogwarts. Yeah. I'm Professor like, X's school. Yeah. Since yeah. you're the school for the gifted youngsters, your parents don't really know what the school is. They just think it's a special needs place, mm-hmm. but it's like totally not. And then like you have some uh, mutants' parents that know they have powers, and then some that don't. Yeah. And like, there's just so much you could do. There's a lot of fun there. Yeah. <laughs> Or like Sentinels come to the campus. Yeah. Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah. I'm just dorking out. We, we're, we're geeking out way too much over I'm this. Starting but... to think, uh, yeah. I'm like, I want to watch the show now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put yeah. it on in the background. Yeah. But um, I guess with that out of the way, there's like other small things. Like I want to say uh, they got J.K. Simmons back mm-hmm. as Commissioner Gordon in the Batgirl, Batgirl movie. movie. So... The Snyder world still kind of exists. Yeah. Because it's still people he cast. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe they're like slowly figuring out what we want. And that's the Snyderverse. <laughs> and since you mentioned that, I think we've got kind of the main news out of the way. So let's dig deep spoilers into Suicide Squad. Because okay. this is really the crux of the conversation. What did you think? I like the movie (laughs) i did it it felt a little forced well that's because i know you're over here staring at me like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) that's why i'm like (laughs) i liked it i found it entertaining Mm -hmm. do i think it's the best movie Mm -hmm. no okay will i go pay to see it in theaters again no will you watch it again anytime soon yeah i was actually thinking i watch it tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) just because yeah okay okay yeah but do I think it's better than the first Suicide Squad that we got? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Okay. But like I said to you when we saw the movie, if they release the air cut, mm-hmm. it might change everything. Yeah. Okay. 
So what did <laughs> what did you think of the movie? I did not like it. I it was I think it was a well made movie. Like everything about it, look, it looked great. The 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 uh the writing was like you know very like witty or whatever or trying to be very witty. Mm-hmm. The actors were good, but for me, I feel like the soul of the movie was too mean. If that makes any sense, like. What do you mean? So okay, so a good a good a good comparison would be let's compare David A or not even David Ayers, but yeah. the 2016 studio cut of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. The heart of that movie is basically that can bad guys be redeemed? Is there any goodness in bad guys or anti heroes yeah. in some way? And you know you have all of these characters. By the end of it, mm-hmm. having some redemption, like El Diablo has his moment to be redeemed or whatever, and then Will Smith's character redeems himself. Like all of these characters can like reach redemption; they're forced to reach redemption. Mm-hmm. But that's the central message of it, you know. And some characters don't learn any lessons, mm-hmm. and it's still a sad ending because they go back to prison. Yeah. But it felt very Suicide Squad. This, on the other hand, is just like everybody by the end of it is still morally reprehensible. There's no redemption. But they are these horrible people. But are they, So wouldn't it take more than just one big mission together to figure out, oh, maybe I am a good person? Well, Maybe they just, like, broke the glass a little bit. Well, here's what bothered me. Okay. Here's what bothered me about that. We, We could just get into the end with, Let's say they killed off such a great character in Rick Flagg, and he's trying to do the right thing. He is the only good guy in the movie, really. And then you have these bad guys, at least two of them really liked Flagg. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, Bloodsport, Idris Elba's character, decides to just leverage the information that he learned to free them out into the public. But it kind of makes sense. But I'm just like... My thing is, it is more like I feel like if it was if Will Smith's Deadshot was in this movie, what he would have done is he would have screwed over Amanda Waller in a heartbeat just to stick it to her. That's true because That's they, true. because she's treated them so horribly, you know, in their prison conditions and shit like that, and forced mm-hmm. them to do all these things. It would just be great to get a win against her, but yeah. instead she comes out clean, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. Something about that bothered me because I was just like, there's not many opportunities you get to screw over Amanda Waller. And the fact that her team knocked her out to help. And then she like wakes up and is completely fine in her office. Like, yeah, I lost all respect. If if she's that much of a badass threatening to kill Idris Elba's daughter, not kill her, but like, well, she kind of essentially kill her. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. You would think she would just like go all out on these people and then just cover it up. I mean, she murdered and. In the 2016 Suicide Squad, she did kill her whole team mm-hmm. just to cover up basic information. Yeah. So I was like, uh, somebody that assaulted her, she would have totally just like threw the entire hammer of like vengeance upon her. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was just like, that's not consistent with her. But I did like when she was going like completely nuts when they were like, like 
going away from the mission. Mm-hmm. She was like, this is your last motherfucking warning. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, there we go. I like Viola Davis when she's just, like, completely de- deranged. Yeah, because she does, like, shake, like, your head was, his and, head was just shaking. Yeah. As <laughs> and it drooling. Yeah. And she had drool. And I, I love that. I love when actors let themselves, like, spit. Because yeah. I'm like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, but by the end of it, I was like, I could see why Will Smith turned this one down. Yeah. They say it was scheduling. I'm I'm going to say something that's not really popular. Okay. I don't know. It could be popular. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't really like Will Smith in the wow. original one. And I don't like him as Deadshot. Wow. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's erroneous, Your Honor. I, <laughs> I enjoyed, and I hate to say this because I'm not a huge Idris Elba fan, mm-hmm. but I liked his character a thousand times more. He was Deadshot 2.0. He was a better dead shot. He, he was the dead shot we should have gotten. No, he wasn't. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I feel like you need to rewatch first the first Suicide Squad because he was he was cool. He was like he was the essential leader of the team in that first Suicide Squad movie. Even though he like had no experience leading a team, he felt like more of a leader for them. And I mean, come on. You can't, like, the scene where he's, like, doing the, the, uh, testing out the guns. Well, that's, a, that is a good scene. I was like, that's dead shot right there. And then he's, like, just, like, doing the, like, arm thing. If he was going against Starro at that third act <laughs> with these little, like, minions or whatever, mm-hmm. he would have been, like, His doing. little mini Starros. Yeah, he would have been shooting, like, all of them, and it would have been awesome. He could have taken out Starro by himself, probably. I'm not even, I'm not Will Smith, like, worshiping an audience i just triggered daniel you did <laughs> so bad. you did because i'm just like it he was awesome but i do see what you're saying blood sport was cool he his, was really cool his gear i like that like every piece of him could come off and mm-hmm. like i just don't know how the fuck it worked because yeah, no one explained like his, his origin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's like but maybe this was supposed to be a setup for different things and Speaking of setups, why are we getting a Peacemaker TV show? <laughs> because this is the right time politically for a character like that to thrive. Mm-hmm. We're in like kind of like post a post-Trump world. And I feel like Peacemaker kind of represents the faction of people who want to keep the peace but say offensive things all the yeah. time. Like... That, like their view is skewed. Yes, they think it's the right way, and it's like you got you're not thinking clearly. Yeah, if and, that makes sense. Yeah, like when he was like, uh, when he was talking to Flag, and Flag was like, they experimented on children, and he's like, no one's saying what they did was right. Yeah, but and I was like, when you follow up with but, mm-hmm. you already know. You're already, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I I thought he was like he he was a, he was an amusing character. Yeah. And he, 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 me laugh yeah and my mom when she was watching it she was like oh like when he was like darting people with his little blow dart mm-hmm. thing she was like oh he deserves like his own show or something and she has no clue that they're making a show oh, okay. so i was like okay it's not unwarranted mm-hmm. to, to make a show if they like tested it with people and people liked peacemaker that much you know but um i'm trying to think of other like the beginning let's talk about like the beginning yeah. That opening scene of them going to like... The beach. Yeah. What What did you think about that? I was confused a little bit at first. Mm-hmm. But then they go the like three days before and I was like, okay. I thought that that's just like gonna... Three days before leads to the whole movie. I didn't know that they were gonna go back and forth. 
Yes. So much. Yes. But that didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. It bothered me because all the times that they kept shifting, like like they would go back eight minutes or go back one day, and I'd be like, couldn't you just play this out narratively and it mm-hmm. still flows a little better instead of you just trying to be cute, like, ooh, three days later, <laughs> it, you know, or eight minutes earlier. I'm just like, just, ed- mm-hmm. like, it feels like maybe they tried to edit it and then they were just having issues. And so that's what they just came up with. Yeah. And the little text stuff that the text transitions, the chapters. Some of those it was kind of hard to read. Yeah. I was like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but. uh, And I liked, I enjoyed Weasel. Weasel. Even though he didn't have a lot of screen time, he was cracking me up. Yeah. I like the fact that he couldn't swim and shit like that. And And just like me and my sister, we like things that like scream. And we find it really funny, and so that really got us. And those big <laughs> eyes, like his yeah. eyes almost pop out of his head. Yeah. And it's, it's a very creepy character, but also funny. It looks like if Lincoln had, like, mange. Mm, <laughs> accurate. Lincoln is her dog, by oh, yeah. the way. Sorry. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, I think uh, it was funny because it starts off with, like, Pete Davidson's <laughs> character. I don't remember his character's name. I don't either. It was, um, shit. Never mind. I thought I had it. I don't know, but he looked like he came straight from the 2016 Suicide oh, yeah. Squad. Like he looked like he would have fit right in in mm-hmm. that crowd. But apparently, he like talked to the Corto Maltese people and like set up the team. Mm-hmm. Which, and then he got his face just shot off. Yeah, and it was <laughs> pretty abrupt. But I guess they were trying to be like, oh, anybody can die. Like all the first Suicide Squad team in the movie just gets like obliterated. Yeah. Javelin. That other girl. Yeah. The alien girl, whatever. Yeah. Mo something. Mongol. Mongal. Yeah. Mongal. Yeah. And then they killed Boomerang. Ca- which yeah. I'm that that did piss me off. I was like, you lost several points killing off because he's undoubtedly possibly the best part of the first Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. And with this I liked how he like you got to see his boomerangs like slice someone's head in half. Yes, that was, that was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I was not happy when he died. And he went out smiling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, all of this is going to be, should be erased with the Flash movie. Ooh. Like, they should just yeah. reset everything. It, this was a cute little excursion, but, you know. Or let's talk about Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I don't think she really needed to be in this movie. I don't think she did either. Yeah. <laughs> and was... I'm, I'm, a huge, I'm a huge fan, <laughs> but I feel like Margot Robbie is such a great Harley Quinn that they're like, we're just going to use you in every movie. I feel like somebody needs to sit down with her and be like, let's figure out how to make, let's figure out how to put you in a good Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. She just needs her own thing. Yeah. Get I'm it like, out of the way. Yeah. I'm like, because we keep ignoring the elephant in the room. I'm like, we've never really finished the Joker mm-hmm. aspects of Harley. And it's hard when we see her like fall, fall for like a, general yeah who or, looks like a spanish david Tennant. yes <laughs> yeah and then she like shoots him because he's talking about how he'll like murder kids yeah if they, they like talk about murdering kids a lot in the movie they talk about murdering kids <laughs> they torture animals yeah i mean just all willy-nilly and that to me i was just like the spirit of this movie is a lot crueler than the first mm-hmm. that's why i was like something about this movie i feel like isn't sinking with me yeah because it's like a nice car, but then you open the hood and it's like a corroded engine. 
That's how that movie, the movie made me feel. <laughs> you know, like icky by the end of it. There's no real justice. But I'm jumping, I'm yeah. jumping too many. I'm jumping too many points. But the Harley Quinn aspect, I just was like, all of her scenes just kind of slowed stuff down for me, even though I enjoyed her scenes. And it's like they were giving her her own mini movie in the movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she's being like, she's, yeah, like she's falling in love yeah. with the general. She shoots the general because she like the checks little, for red flags. The little title cards. Meanwhile, Harley. And I'm like, okay, well, why isn't she just with the whole team? Yeah, and why didn't they blow her head off when she... Exactly. Because she, you know, technically deviated from the mission. Mm-hmm. And they're they're like, go get Rick Flag. How come she didn't even mention that Harley Quinn was like still alive and out there? Yes. That's, it doesn't really add up. Yes. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. And then... And I did like that scene where they go rescue Rick Flag. Oh, yeah. And they like kill the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was the best line of the movie, or that scene had the best line of the movie when, uh, when, um, Peacemaker. Yeah, he and- blow. Yeah, he blows up that guy with the tiny bullets, mm-hmm. and then he's like, Bloodsport's like, he's like, no one likes a show off, and then he's like, unless what's showing off is dope as fuck. <laughs> I was like, that's a good line. Yeah, John Cena is actually kind of a good actor. He's he's number two for me. Like as a wrestler, there's. Like, of good actors, like, actors I think can, like, do good dramatic stuff mm-hmm. if given the chance. Dave Bautista. John Cena. John Cena. The Rock. Rock's, like, at the bottom. Rock's the at the bottom. There's going to be more that evolve. <laughs> yeah. The Rock's at the bottom because yeah. he's, like, I smile. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the same movie. I'm charming. All my movies are exactly the same. Yeah. Maybe Black Adam will change our minds, though. Maybe. We'll Maybe. see. Yeah, but, um, ooh, he'd be a cool character to put in the, the Suicide Squad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it. I don't know how you'd like force him to do a Suicide Squad mission, no. but maybe they have to take him out. Ooh, that's that would be cool. I would like to see him like die gruesomely in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he. He's like the guy that like plays at recess and always has to be the hero. Like yeah. he'll, he'll never like lose. Yeah. But um, I think other than the Harley Quinn stuff that didn't really fit. Um, I did not really care much for what they did with the thinker. They didn't do anything with the thinker. <laughs> yeah, he was just a dude with knobs in his yeah. head. Like they really never explained what he did. He never really got to show his powers. He's just like I'm smart. Yeah, the guy on the Flash TV show did a better job. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> on an infinitesimal amount. <laughs> And that's saying something when the CW did something better. That guy was fucking good. I yeah. was like, you should have just dragged him into the movies and it would have been cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was a wa- they wasted his his character. And I will say this, Rick Flagg, I actually really like Joel Kinnaman in this. He was really good. I was just like, it is kind of a shame you guys killed him because, honestly, I think the movie would have been i could have swallowed the movie better if he survived if he had survived and that and if he was the lead of the movie he technically should have been the main character in suicide squad but it was blood sport but it was blood sport but because i'm like it's more interesting to me if you're a good guy that has to lead a team of bad guys mm-hmm. to do good things and you can't trust them there's no one that has his back and then you also find out that the government you're working for was the bad guy too. Yes. So it was like you're over here fighting for your country, but you're fighting for the wrong thing. Yes. And you find that out. Yeah. I'm like, that's a strong that's a stronger movie yeah. to me in my mind. I'm like, 
yeah, that aspect. And then, yeah, he had nobody watching his back because I think the first one he had Katana, who wasn't a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been a while since I've watched that one. Yeah, he's like, "This is Katana. She could mow all of you down without taking a swing or something like that." I can't remember how he did it. I I, I like him without the facial hair. Yeah, he, he looks like. Oh, I thought he did have facial hair. In this new one, no, oh. he was more clean shaven. Because I was like, Rick Flag should be a clean shaven dude. But, uh, yeah, there was like all of his scenes I was enjoying. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even when, like, Weasel dropped down, he was like, did no one check if Weasel could swim? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you could tell he was obviously frustrated at doing this job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, also, why is he still doing this job after exactly. the first movie? Yeah. Because he had kind of got fooled into the job the first time. Is it supposed to be, like, a continuing of the first movie? I thought it was just, like, its own thing. Well, see, that's the problem, is that people don't know. And I've been asked this question several times. I'm like, I'm not in charge of their... I'm not in charge of how they tell these stories, but it, it it's like they used a lot of the characters from the first one. That's true. But they kind of just were like, like I guess in my mind, it's just like a version of Suicide Squad one happened, but not the same way. Yeah. And that's too much of a mental leap. It is to ask normal people to yeah. go through. So I'm just gonna say it's its own thing. Yeah, I, I I think it's its own standalone. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, what was would it? Would you? Uh, oh, were you gonna say? What do you think of King Shark? Uh, it was just Groot two point Groot mixed with the Hulk. Yes. Like at the end when he's like, uh, what what, what do they call him? Nanue. Anawe. Na- yeah. Anawe. He's like nom nom. It's like nom. saying in the first Avengers when Steve. Smash. Yeah, Hulk. Smash. Yeah. It was like the same thing. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I'm like, this doesn't really add. Like, people are like, like, if you look on like Rotten Tomatoes or something, it's like at like a 92 or 90. It's a high 90s movie. And people are like, oh, it really refreshes the comic book genre. Yeah, and on Reddit, people love it too. And I'm like, I've seen this shit before. But I did like it. I know. I, I know. don't I, love it. <laughs> I, yeah. I do like it. Yeah, I'm just like thinking about like all the stuff. Was there anything in there that was like mind blowing, like comic book, like any Easter eggs, like Superman or the Justice League or something like that? No. Yeah, and they're like, you know, oh, Bloodsport put Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> so you're telling me after I just watched the Snyder Cut, my boy got his black suit. He's fucking more powerful than ever. And just Idris Elba's character just shoots him out of the sky or something. <laughs> like after he goes to fly at the end of Snyder Cut. Yeah. No, thank you. Pass. It's a hard pass. <laughs> and now even James Gunn is saying he had an idea that he still wants to do where they have to go up against an evil Superman. Mm. And I'm like, bro, that's the whole game plan of the Snyder Cut, dude. <laughs> like, you're fucking up the game plan. Yeah. And also, it's. You can compare this to Guardians of the Galaxy, which I did the whole time. Yes. The soundtrack, mid-tier. It was okay. <laughs> it was like, comparatively. like I, I got excited at the beginning when they played Folsom Prison Blues. I was like, oh, of course, okay. Of course, it's a vibe. But then, yeah, the mo- the music after that was kind of like, it was okay. It was very James Gunny. Like, we could watch, like, after this, if we watched any James Gunn movie, the soundtrack would be similar. Mm-hmm. It's got... Even Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Even <laughs> Scooby-Doo, yep. And then even the orchestral parts 
with the whole like la di da, you know, like <laughs> with King Shark. Oh my the, god, those weird fish things. Yeah, I'm just like, I get it. You that want... whole scene, it wasn't necessary. New dumb friends. <laughs> But it was funny when they got out and they, like, attacked them. Yeah, I was like, I think they, like, I think the point of those things were, like, to show maybe they had a connection to King Shark. Like, maybe mm-hmm. they were from the same place, mm-hmm. which I guess is the ocean, but a mythical part yeah. of the ocean, which could, I mean, there's Atlantis, so. We, it could connect to the Aquaman <laughs> world, maybe, you know, and that could be kind of, kind of cool. Yeah. You I'm know? i think, what else? I would have enjoyed if when the water broke. King Shark got smart. Yeah. Like when he was submerged in the water, just like completely different, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe just being out in the air just makes him stupid. Yeah. Because he's like reading a book upside down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just wanted friends. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. He was a hit in our audience at the theater though. Oh, he was. People, people loved him. Yeah. People like, like other worldly creatures just being like, oh, hi. Yeah. You know, I did like that he was like trying to eat what's her face, rat, a rat catcher too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah. And then, like, did you like Rat Catcher too? I did. I thought she was good. I'd like to see more of her. I mean, like. But, like, what, what, what else can you do with someone who summons rats? Oh, she doesn't rat. really have, like, a superpower. She just has rats do stuff for her and she's like crying over her dad all the time and I'm she's like, asleep all the time yeah she just <laughs> wants to sleep and i'm just like this is such a weird character that it, it, it works just because it's so weird mm-hmm. and then having her be the one that defeats Starro was like a little bit weird it was, it was very weird like, like just all these rats go inside Starro. Yeah, and eat him, and he's like, I just, or he was like, <laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, I I was okay, or I was happy just floating in space looking at the stars. The stars, yeah. And I was like, I don't feel okay with this victory. Yeah. Because it for me, Starro is the first Justice League villain. Mm-hmm. Like. Wasn't he part of Sinestro or something? I, I don't. I, I feel don't. like that was like a thing. In one of the comics. You never know. <laughs> Someone listening, find yeah. it so I don't sound like an idiot. Yeah, we'll probably have to look it up after this. But yeah, I was like, wouldn't it have been cooler if like they threw all of their arsenal at Starro, they couldn't win, and then like off screen, the Justice League comes, mm-hmm. Superman just chucks them into space. Yeah. It's like, you can go home now. Yeah, because that seems like the type of thing Superman would do. Yeah. Or maybe like... A Green Lantern, with, or the Justice League could show up, but Green Lantern like puts them in like a little... See, that would have made thing. me like yell in the theater. Yeah, and it's like Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> or even if they like, yeah, like off screen in Amanda Waller's, like we had to send in a lantern. Mm. I would have been like, what? <laughs> yeah, just something, just something to show it was really connected. But, you know, some people were like, oh, the reason Superman didn't show up is because he's still in the ICU from Kryptonite Bullet. I'm like, that's stupid. Once... It's out of his body. He'll be fine. <laughs> like <laughs> let him heal. Like instantly, you know. So he it, just needs the sun. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it it just would have been. I, I think the third act just needed a lot more work, and Harley really being the one to deliver the fi- like one of the final blows with the javelin. Oh yeah. To the eye. And like she's inside the eye, floating with all these rats coming in. I was like, as his, yeah, he's being eaten alive. They're yeah. like, they're like, it's actually really fucked up if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, they're like going into his veins. Yeah. They're like 
burrowing into his veins, eating him from the inside. Yeah. That's disgusting. It was a really, it was kind of, it was kind of, it, it was an icky movie for some reason. But, I mean, those are icky comics. Like, you get a little fucked up in there. I mean, they can, but I've never really read a DC comic that was like that demented or that thought that dementedly about mm. things. I don't even know if that's a word, dementedly. I'm going to look one up. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's one out there. Like, I mean, there's fucked up things that can happen. Yeah. But in that sense. And then there's like, I'm trying to think of other aspects. We haven't even talked about the Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man, the the joke with his mom wore thin after like the oh, yeah. second or third time. Especially with the, uh, just saying, that's your mom. You just see a giant mom instead of Starro. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a superhero. And the mom that they cast kind of looked like someone from the CW. Like, it didn't really fit. I could kind of see that. She was a very ordinary, yeah. a very ordinary mom. Which I guess, I mean, not saying moms are ordinary, but, yeah. <laughs> you know. I did think when Polka Dot Man would swell up, that was pretty funny. Because it was just something I wasn't expecting. Yeah, you know, he got up and had to go, like, vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when he's, like, telling the group what it is, he's like, it's an interdimensional virus. And then John Cena's peacemaker is like, the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that got me pretty yeah. good. Because it's just bizarre. Mm-hmm. You know? And some of the origin stories that they did were like not really like if comparatively to like the 2016 suicide squad they did a they didn't do as good of a job as yeah. 2016 one and we didn't really get a king shark background yeah it was just amanda waller just saying and things. he's not even called king shark in this but that's the only way i can't say the nanua anawe <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like yeah he's there's so many, so many like interesting things that they could have done with that grouping, mm-hmm. but for some reason, this whole story just feels like inconsequential to the greater whole of DC. Yeah, and by definition, I think it shouldn't even. It has nothing to add to what DC and Warner Brothers want to make. But what do they want to make? I don't think they know. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> to don't. be honest. It's, they're throwing a lot at the wall. Because like, let's retrace our steps here. Okay, so Warner Brothers gets David Ayer to make Suicide Squad the way he wants to make it. And then they destroy it. And then they're like, it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy. Or Guardians of the Galaxy is a hit when they're making Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So they decide to give it to trailer editors. To make the movie more funny and have a soundtrack that's like Guardians, sort of. But in in doing so, butcher a director's vision. And fast forward, James Gunn gets fired from Disney for Mm -hmm. saying something about pedophilia. Or that he said years ago. I thought it was like homophobic or something. No, it was like a joke about a priest touching kids or something Uh like that. This was like from 2010. But... It still was like a poor taste joke. And he was like, mm-hmm. I know it's a poor taste joke. But Disney was like, fuck you. Still, it's bad for our brand. But Warner Brothers. They're like, oh, he's free. He's free. And we did try to make the first one like Guardians. So maybe he can put some of that finesse on mm-hmm. it. And then they're like, well, do anything you want. They t- That's what they said. You can do anything you want. And this is what he came up with. So... Was it really worth it to steal him from Marvel momentarily? Uh, 
don't know. Yeah, like, would you put all of your chips on James Gunn to fix the DC universe? No, and here's why. Because I did that in Justice League Mm -hmm. when Zack Snyder, at the time, we all thought, well, he did step down because of the family issues that Mm -hmm. were happening, the tragedy in Mm -hmm. his family. And I remember they, they announced that they got Joss Whedon. And I was actually, I was like, okay. I trust him. Mm-hmm. And then we got what, what we got. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of, I think I did when they announced that James Gunn was going to do Suicide Squad. I was like, okay, but it's going to be like Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like, I, And that's all I did when I was watching the movie was compare it to Guardians. Yes. But I still liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way you say it with such conviction, but I still liked it. It's, it's, this is the kind of movie mm-hmm. that when I'm hungover, and I just want to lay on the couch and do nothing mm-hmm. and like slowly come back to life, I'll put this movie on. Okay. That's a fair that's a fair assessment. It, it'll be a nice little distraction. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel <laughs> you on that. And then like it was funny because on Thursday when we got out of the movie, I was like, I don't think people are going to like truly embrace this movie. Mm-hmm. But Y'all were kind of getting in my head because you guys enjoyed it more than I did. (laughs) And I was like, maybe I'm just losing my touch. Maybe I just don't have it anymore. Mm. But today I was looking and like, I think I have the stats of how it's doing so far. Yeah, I think you posted it on your Instagram. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I did because I wanted to gloat a little bit because I was like, I'm fucking, I'm right. Okay, so here's what Warner Brothers said on Friday. It made twelve point one million, which is below Birds of Prey. Oh. And <laughs> I really love Birds of Prey. <laughs> I like Birds of Prey like, too. If I had to pick a movie, I'd pick Birds of Prey over I, this movie. I would too. I would too. I just both of those movies I have issues with, but Birds of Prey is the better movie. Like it, it's filmed, it's filmed better. Its story is a little tighter. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more focused, but I just thought it was funny that it's like every time Warner Brothers thinks they have a rebound, it only pushes them lower. Yeah, and it's like the reason why is because they don't have one guy or one girl, one guy or one woman. I shouldn't say girl. One guy or that one has woman. like a vision. Yes, an overarching vision that can really kind of guide them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have a Kevin Feige. They don't. They don't. And they had Zach, and Zach had a plan, Mm -hmm. and obviously, they weren't feeling it. But I really do feel like the only way DC can move forward is if they finish that story. They really should. And you know, there might even be room for like James Gunn to do that Suicide Squad movie. You know. Uh, where they're going up against Superman, but it's like pre-Nightmare. Mm. Like he just turned evil. Yeah. And Amanda Waller's like, hey, you guys are our last defense or something. And you could bring Will Smith back. But at the end, they all fail. Will Smith ends up with uh, Batflick. Because, you know, yeah, that's how that whole Nightmare scenario was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And then that would kind of reignite people's like, vibe for dc yeah i think and i mean you know i mean even when the snyder cut was released that brought people wanting more of that and that should just go to show 
you shouldn't fuck up someone's vision <laughs> yeah, that, just, that damn bad just let them just just let them finish it you know but at the same time here's a double-edged sword though okay they didn't they didn't fuck up dave or they didn't fuck up uh James Gunn's vision for the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But if it was me, if I was an executive and I watched that movie, I probably would have the urge to be like, mm, can we do some reshoots here and yeah. there? You know, like, I'm not, I'm not sure I, f- I feel like this is going to work. You know, but they gave him complete freedom. And, you know, I mean, I'm an audience member and I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> not saying my opinion matters, but it's just... There's something to be said about corporate suits trying to fine-tune a movie. Yeah. Like, both people have to be on the same page to make a movie work. It Mm -hmm. can't be one person's vision all the time. And I think even Zach, he had his own vision, right? But he was a pretty good company guy. He was willing to make, to reshoot stuff Mm -hmm. and, you know, make stuff kind of work for them. But, uh, you know, with... This movie's opening. They said that this movie was gonna make thirty million uh, <laughs> over the weekend, but now it's looking like twenty million. And you know, Birds of Prey opened over the three day weekend to thirty three million, and everybody's saying that like it's the pandemic that caused this to happen. But I don't agree with that because Black Widow had a pretty big opening. Yeah, but. Scarlett Johansson's not happy with that. She's not happy with that at all. <laughs> she is we'll not. get it. We'll, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But I think, uh, uh, like Fast and Furious Nine had a bit of big opening. It's yeah. You know, and I'm just like, they can't blame the pandemic for the reason why it's making less, and it's on HBO Max. Yeah. I'm like, it's free. A people, lot of people are like, why would I go and pay to see it when I'm I can just stay at home? Mm-hmm. I'm already paying 14 bucks for yeah. HBO Max. Might as well get yeah. my money's worth. And, you know, they're saying that, uh, you know, many people, in, many insiders saw that it was destined to have a bad time because it had inherent problems. Oh. They said it's hard to rebound a franchise even without, without their biggest star, Will Smith. I was like, that's true. People do love Will Smith in the right role, not in everything. Yeah. But that role... People are like, yeah, he was cool. It was a cool, cool addition. So people probably saw the trailer and thought Idris Elba was playing the same character. Which, I mean, like you said earlier, he is Deadshot 2.0. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. He can shoot anything with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything's a weapon and he can hit it right at where he wants to. Yeah, he could shoot a bullet, a tiny bullet through a bigger bullet <laughs> and still hit his target. I'm that like, was still cool, though. It was still cool, but I'm like, y'all kind of are just shitting on Deadshot here. Like, Deadshot's supposed to be the only one with that, like, capability. Yeah. Not saying that there aren't other people out there that can do that, but it's weird to follow up a sequel and have your lead character have the same skills. And then Peacemaker also having the same skills. Yeah. I kind of want to see those two, three together. That would be interesting. To just kind of solidify that they're not that character. I think I knew... You didn't like the movie, like maybe in the middle, because me, 
me and you know Ashley was sitting beside me and like we were laughing and I was like this is pretty enjoyable and I look over and you're just sitting there with your hand on your face and you look so uninterested (laughs) I was like oh no (laughs) it's hitting it was hitting all the wrong marks for me like I don't go into a movie like especially a comic book movie with like a check mark of like here's what I want to see but every decision that they were making I was like I just, my gut is just telling me this is the wrong choice to do do it like this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys killed Rick Flagg so he could give Peacemaker some like weird social moral dilemma in in the TV show. Yeah. You know, because it's obvious he's going to be dealing with that in the TV show. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I, I would have been happier if at the end they had showed like Rick Flagg in the fucking... Hospital. I kind of thought that's what they were going to do because they're like barely a heartbeat. And I yeah. heard Ashley gasp beside me because she was pissed that Rick Flagg died too. And I was like, oh. And that, because I completely forgot that they were making a Peacemaker movie. Mm-hmm. So when he got shot, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, and then they show John Cena and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah, I'm like, January 2022, we're going to be watching eight weeks of content, of Peacemaker content that James Gunn wrote. I'm like, it's just going to be butthole jokes. Probably. Tidy whities Yeah, and that was just not necessary. <laughs> I didn't need to see John Cena's fake dick in his pants. <laughs> just in his underwear. Yeah, it's just like very... And the angle for it. It was like... It was like pointing up at his bulge. Yeah, his it was weird. Bulge. It was weird. It was very weird. I did like in that scene, though, when like the rat's like trying to give Idris Elba like, uh, a leaf. It's like, he just wants to be your friend. And he's like, why would I want to fucking leave? You <laughs> <laughs> know, I was like, that's a great, like, yeah. it had some great, like. It had some good lines in it. Yeah, like. It, it, it was funny. Yeah, like, I don't want anybody that's listening to think that I, like, like, hated this movie with every fiber of my being. Mm-hmm. I just dislike it. But. And I, I think it's watchable. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a watchable. If you, like, are doing nothing <laughs> during the day. And you're like, I want to see something that's got a little bit of humor and can just waste some time. Mm-hmm. Go see it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, w- I want to see David Ayer's Suicide Squad oh, cut. Oh, 100%. Because I feel, I have a feeling it's, it will be 10 times better than this. It's going to be more serious, obviously. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. I mean, they said Harley is like really Harley Quinn-esque and not the likable, like, you know... Because it takes her a while to get to, like, where she is now with, like, the TV show and in her comics. Yeah. Like, she's a pretty fucked up character. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, I don't... I honestly thought that Harley Quinn... Harley Quinn should just stay a cautionary character. A cautionary tale. Yeah. Because I feel like we have a lot of female superhero women, so why are we making this, like, mentally deranged woman this, like, Mm -hmm. heroic figure? Because... And you also have to realize that their 16-year-old girls are going to watch it and they're going to be like, oh, everybody likes how Harley Quinn's acting, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and you know, I that's, can't get with that's it. That's the inner mom in me. No, you're right. <laughs> I have no children. No, you're right. I'm like... I'm like, think of the kids. Yeah, I'm like, you're right. If we do think about the kids, the Suicide Squad... Does the Suicide Squad have something that kids can take away positively? No. 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 All of its messages... Kind of bad, yeah. You know, and I'm like, it's about bad guys, yeah. But yeah, but like, comic book fans would understand not to take those characters to heart. But people that 
aren't into the comics that just are watching this movie, they're like, oh, that's how I should act or something like yeah, that. Yeah, their people are impressionable for sure. And it's just like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I would be curious to see if they continue down this road because I think the head of like Warner Brothers was like, oh, yeah, we're we're definitely going to be making more stuff with the James Gunn, more DC stuff. Mm. And I'm just like, I don't think that's the right direction you guys should go. But I mean, if they're going to follow through with this multiverse stuff, they need to set like clear boundaries on where stuff is in the multiverse. Like what's the main DC universe? They need to focus, like realize how Marvel is doing it so well. Yes. Yes. Like instead of just making it, oh, they're doing better than us and rushing to get these things out to make more money and be better than Marvel. How about you just learn from Marvel? It's true. But that's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that they're fucking it up because it just buy, it buys me more it buys me more time to get to where I want to get to. And then you can come out with your own. And then I could just be like, guys, here's the game plan. <laughs> like I could like I'm just like you guys need to get to sh- your sh- shit in order. Mm-hmm. It's like you have all these characters, you have Harley Quinn showing up here, but she needs to go back to Gotham. Yeah. Like have her be locked up in Arkham Asylum or some shit. Ooh, okay, but how cool would this have been? In the Suicide Squad, if they had changed the, the structure of it a little bit to where the villain was working with another villain, and that villain happened to be the Joker. Ooh. And so then you're running into your ex. She just kills that general guy. Mm-hmm. And now there's a clear, there's like a clear issue there. And like she goes back. Yeah. That would have been cool. Because they haven't, like you said earlier, they haven't really shown like the Harley Joker thing enough to where she always mentions these red flags with men, obviously talking about Joker, but it's like we never saw you two together and what happened for you to just automatically be a good person now. And she said, I have a thing about killing kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they did say in Suicide Squad 1, she was an accomplice in killing Jason's jason todd or robin who mm-hmm. was dick grayson in this yeah. universe so so she's got some like mental fucked up things yeah that we need to see because we never saw how they killed dick grayson and nope. so i'm just like it would be interesting to me to to see how far he pulled her down mm-hmm. and what the journey is to get out of that because i feel like they're trying to be like you know Oh, she she just gets over it. Yeah. You know, she just grows up. Yeah. No. She's redeemable now. It's like, but we haven't seen what she did. She's a child killer. I need the backstory. Well, I need it, to see it. She killed, yeah, she killed a kid. So I'm just like, you know, but they did it in such a way that most audiences don't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't. They don't register it. Yeah. Because it's just, they like scribbled it in in the first Suicide Squad, like accomplice to killing Robin or yeah. something. Because yeah, that was just Amanda Waller just talking, mm-hmm. explaining who these people are. Yeah, and I'm just like, the more I think about the 2016 one, the more it kind of holds up to, like the the creative decisions. The more it holds up to like criticism. Like everybody was like, "Why does the Joker have a purple Lamborghini?" I'm like, I don't know. Maybe because the Batmobile is a pretty high performance vehicle. So to escape something like the Batmobile, you need something like a Lambo. Yeah. 
And we got to see Batflick and that Suicide oh, Squad. And they said there's more to that. They said there's like a lot more Batflick in well, the air cut. Well, give it to us. <laughs> Put <laughs> yeah. it on HBO Max. Like, I think somebody said in the novelization, like, when, like, he fights Deadshot, like, Deadshot, like, stabs him. But Ooh. Batman doesn't even scream. He just, like, continues to beat the shit out of him. Mm. And I'm like, yes. That's what we need to that's see. That's some badass shit. Yeah. And then I think, uh, like... There's just a lot of fun things that they could have added to this movie. Because I, I was like, I don't believe Starro should have been the bad guy. No. Sorry. It's weird and it's fun, but... It's a, it's an interesting pick for James Gunn. Yeah. To choose Starro. And... I don't think the theater audience was, is like ready for something that weird in no. DC. No. And I, I get it. It's the first Justice League villain. So I'm like, it, I mean, obviously they'd never make that the villain of a yeah, Justice League movie. But, <laughs> but I'm just like, why waste this thing? You could have done like, like Bane is from that area. Mm-hmm. You know, like you guys weren't going to introduce him into the mix. That would have been pretty sweet. Dave yeah. Batista said he wants to be Bane. Oh, that's friend- a good choice. He's friends with fucking James Gunn. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm what's... pretty sure he sucks his dick. Uh, I guess I don't know. He's called out James Gunn a lot. On oh, certain... he has. Yeah, like just like he's his friend. Like he's like he's he's vouched for him. Like when he got fired, he was like, Guardians is not going to work without James Gunn. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. I was like, that's a good friend right there. But now that he got his job back, he can kind of be like, oh well, James kind of you know he does stuff that you don't really I don't care much for like the nipple thing with Drax. Yeah. You know, he's like, he kind of made my character kind of stupid, but, you know, I'm just like, I can accept that. But it would have been cool to kind of introduce a character like that. Yeah. And I I feel like James Gunn probably pitched Will Smith on the whole storyline. Because think about it. If Will Smith had stayed on, it would have been, oh, dead shots in prison. And his daughter from the first movie mm-hmm. would have been threatened to be put in prison. And so he would have been forced to do it again. But what's the moral of this? Like, what's his arc Yeah, for that? It's the same as the first. Yeah. So it wouldn't work. Yeah. And I feel like Will Smith would probably have asked for like a rewrite. Because that's kind of his thing. He yeah. likes the Will Smith the five stuff. And Margot Robbie is kind of the new Will Smith in the sense of like this franchise. That yeah. Like she has creative decision, she has, she has creative uh, power over her character. Yeah, because she said like, "Oh, if James Gunn had killed my character, I would have like forced him to rewrite it or something." And I was like, "It would have kind of been cool if she had just been wiped out in the first yeah. 10, 20 minutes." I kind of thought that was gonna happen, and I was like, "Hmm, I would have, I would have been like, okay." That would have taken it to another level. Yeah. Or at least maybe made us think that she died, and then she shows. Yeah, she shows up at the end. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been cooler yeah. to me. Or like maybe when she's like at the Corto Maltese like prison or or not the prison, but like when the, she's held captive with the president or whatever. Yeah, it would have been cool if they had like psychoanalyzed her, mm. like some foreign guy was there, Doctor Hugo Strange. Ooh. You know, that would have been kind of like just weird yeah. things to psychoanalyze her because it didn't make sense that they were like, oh, yeah, they're, the people are huge fans of Harley Quinn. Because yeah. she represents like anti-American. Because she's psychotic? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's pretty American. I'm just saying. <laughs> Homegirl psychotic. <laughs> Very psychotic. You know, the torture scene where she's getting, like, uh, jabbed by, like... The taser. Yeah, and she's singing that song. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was... It was funny or 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 weird. It was very classic Harley Quinn. Yeah, like she does do the character so well. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting to the point where it's like, why is she in these movies? Like, if she ends up in the Batgirl movie, I'll be pissed. Yeah. Well, you never know what could happen. <laughs> I just want to see her in that '90s or the 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 like original Harley Quinn outfit. Yeah. Because they showed it a little glimpse of it. In, in the, the, suic- the 2016 Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I was just like, guys, it's right there. <laughs> I was like, you just merge what she's doing right now mm-hmm. with that look. And it would take Harley Quinn to a different level. Mm-hmm. Like, of, psychi- of psychotic. Like, maybe if the, the president of the uh, Corto Maltese mm-hmm. people or whatever was like, oh, I kind of want to see you in that outfit or whatever. And she feels a little uncomfortable in it and has to escape that that place with that outfit and the sledgehammer. And that's what she has to wear the rest of the movie. <sighs> yeah, that would have been good. I would have been. I would have been like, th- th- that would have been enough points for it to like reach to like a likable factor. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other, Polka Dot Man, I'm trying to think of stuff for him, but there's not really you, much you could do with yeah. what he was doing. He just throws out Polka Dots and they like, go through everything <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. melt people i don't know yeah i'm like eh, there's nothing really there or maybe if they had put an actual hero into the mix into task force x Ooh. like against their will somehow you know like but who would it be i don't know that's a tough one yeah that's a real tough one because it's just like who? what if they had to put dick grayson in there if he was you know. Ooh, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. That would have been kind of interesting. Yeah, Dick Grayson as like a Task Force X member. Because he's like, you know, he, <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Speak it. Well, it, it's not a hero, but Deathstroke. I would have lost my damn mind if they did that. Deathstroke, In a good way. <laughs> Deathstroke would have been pretty cool. Or maybe if he was on the Corto Maltese, like, president's, like, payroll. Because, I mean, he's just a mercenary. Ooh, see? Stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, guys, you guys have so many fun characters. But I still like the movie. I know you did. <laughs> the more we're talking about it, the more I'm like, maybe I should reevaluate. I, I know you did. I'm just like, but I'm just like, that's literally how, like, movie making usually, that's how that process usually is. It's like, this feels like a first draft. Like somebody's first or second draft of a Which movie. Which isn't bad, but could be better. Yeah, I'd be like, let's sprinkle some of this in here you know and maybe let's give your movie some meaning <laughs> maybe i could get some takeaways from this because there's nothing worse than a movie that just exists and doesn't add anything to the the universe it's in yeah or or even or just to your day like yeah. if you leave the movie and you were just like i felt good but you can't take away the there's no moral to it mm-hmm. like that's the 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 the, the crux of of storytelling and modern story, just of storytelling in general is that you're supposed to be able to take some substance away from it, no matter how ridiculous the story yeah. is. Guardians of the Galaxy, a ridiculous movie, but I could take away, you know, the theme of these outsiders finding a family, mm-hmm. finally, you know, and, you know, it has this heart with, you know, Peter Quill and his mother. 
Yeah. You know, like, I'm just, there's, there's even two something to take away there with i mean i don't love i don't love to but i um, but i can take something away with like what's his face uh rocket raccoon's character you know like being such a antagonistic asshole that he has to kind of learn to let people in to you know appreciate it you're they're also like having nebula slowly becoming a good person too yes so there's some there's changes happening but by the end of the suicide squad everybody's the same you know, Harley's like, oh, I liked Flag, and then <laughs> and then uh, uh, I was about to say Deadshot, but Bloodsport, he's like, I like Flag too. He's probably my only friend, and then he goes out and says like, but <laughs> <laughs> let's just cover up all of this stuff. He just is dead in a bathroom somewhere. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> the more I think about I was it, the just more thinking about his daughter like watching him on tv Bloodsport's daughter she's like that's my dad yeah i'm like you didn't even like that motherfucker in the beginning of the movie you that was kind of funny though i mean no don't get me wrong that was a great like thing that they had going yeah you know who would have been kind of an interesting blood sport and this is not, not to take away anything from Idris Elba. who but it you really wanted to mix it up and this is a risky decision mike epps who's that he is the guy from... I know from, the name, I just can't. He's the guy from... Have you seen Next Friday? Yes. He's like Ice Cube's boy in that. Hmm, interesting. Because he's kind of like a regular... He looks like a regular guy. He's kind of country a little bit. Yeah. And he's funny, but he's also like got this like... If you gave him like the scraggly beard and stuff, that scene where like Idris Elba's talking about like, I told you to not never come back here. Because I don't have anything to offer you, mm-hmm. and he's like giving her this bad advice, like you should have got a, a, you know, a lookout yeah. next time or something. And there you was... stole a stupid watch, yeah, <laughs> with the TV on it. Yeah. yeah, like that was funny. Yeah, but yeah, there's just yeah, like those. There were moments like that where I was like, this whole movie doesn't work without this scene. Yeah, like if it didn't have that scene, Bloodsport would kind of just be cool guy number two. Yeah, you know. For no because he's not fighting for his daughter. He doesn't want to see his daughter. He's not. He's just really kind of looking out for himself. Yeah. So I take that back. It doesn't really. Add, it didn't really add anything to the movie. But he did. Like he didn't want her to go to jail. He did not want her to go to jail. But he wasn't. I mean, it's it's that. But by the end of it, he's just. Like, I just want to be out. Of, he's like, if he's like, you can't send her to jail. You're gonna set us free. And this data won't be shown anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's the compromise. But is it as strong as the first one? Where it's like there's a guy who clearly wants to be with his daughter again. Truly loves his daughter. And her daughter is with a bad person. A bad mother or whatever. Yeah. With the drug addiction or some mm-hmm. shit. And then you find out, like, by the third act that they had all of these messages that they weren't giving him. Yeah. And I would enrage someone. Yeah. And that's why I was like, there's something that's just, like, not as strong here. Yeah. For me, wanting to see this guy, like, succeed and win or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, because he got to see his daughter at the end. And then they were like, all right, your five minutes are up. It's time to go. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sucks. But it's DC. It's like the right DC tone where there's like a happy ending, but it's still kind of mm-hmm. sad. 
I don't know. There's just, this, yeah, this movie is like everybody's just an asshole. Everybody's an asshole. That's the truth, except for Rick Flag. <laughs> except for Rick Flag. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. They should just give him like an arrow moment and like have him like. They should have, like, shown him in, like, that bathroom and he just wakes up. <laughs> Something supernatural. Maybe, like, the Enchantress. Maybe they could bring her back. No, you know. I don't really want I, I to. <laughs> I didn't care much for her, but in this instance, I would use any tool I could to, like, forcefully bring These Rick Flag back or, from the dead. Yeah, gotcha. Because I'm like, he, you just can't leave that, that boy dead because he's fucking. It's Rick Flag. Yeah, he is an honorary member of the team. But, uh, uh, I don't know. So many questions. So what would you give it, like, out of, like, ten, one out of ten? Uh, I'd give it, I, I said before I'd give it, like, a six, but I think I'd just give it a five. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you right there. I'm, like, right there in the middle, because... I figured you'd give it, like, a, a three or a four. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't go that bad. I just, it just... Like, it's so well done that it's hard to give it such a low rating. Mm-hmm. But how I felt by the end of it was about a five. And again, like, killing those birds. Like, too many birds were being killed yeah, in that they movie. killed a lot of birds. Yeah, I was just like, what is with you killing these? Like, like the first shot we see is a bird getting, like, killed. Yeah, with a ball. With a ball, yeah. And I'm like... But that bird got its revenge. It did. It got to eat his brains or whatever. Mm-hmm. They probably added that in because they were like, justice for the bird. Yeah, and then at the end, they're like, no animals were harmed. I know. <laughs> and then they burned that whole, like, bird cage. Bird cage, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, couldn't you just open the fucking door? Yeah, just let them go. fly away. <laughs> He's like, we have no more use for these things. I'm the new president now. I was like, they're just parrots. Yeah. Were they? I think they were they parrots. They were parrots, okay. yeah. I was just like, I didn't need to hear birds screaming being burned alive. What if they, like, had just made the thinker the bad guy? That would have been cool. And like no starro. But what would he have done? How would he have been there? Ch- like he needed. He. I feel like the thinker needed an accessory to. The thing is, he even said that he's the only one that can talk to them. Like the little starfish on the people's faces. Mm. He's like, I. I'm the only one that can can communicate. And I'm like, why didn't they like do something with that? Because yeah. he just says it, and then that's it. Yeah, I don't even remember him saying. Some of the exposition <laughs> was just like so blase that i was just like it was going over my head because i wasn't invested but you're right i probably need to rewatch it just to kind of absorb yeah a little bit more definitely watch it on hbo max hbo max guys it's your friend (laughs) and as the year gets comes to a close there's going to be more hbo max releases like that but i wonder if people like movies more when they're free I do. It's because it, it kind of feels like, you know how when you go, when you go out of town, you're in a hotel and like the hotel has movies mm-hmm. that are in theaters. You have to pay like super expensive price. That's what it kind of feels like. Like you're treating yourself, but you don't have to pay for it. That's Even though you're perfect. using the the TV subscription. People don't think about that. That's perfectly said. It's like, you, it just feels like, oh, it's a treat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, if I woke up Friday morning and was like, oh, Suicide Squad, yeah, plug it in, inconsequential, but because we paid money to see it, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I paid you to entertain me. Yeah, and <laughs> I was not entertained. Yeah, I'm like, you didn't give me the service that was offered. Yeah. But, you know, 
that's something that you guys like some of you guys who might disagree with what how i feel about the movie you guys have to put that into effect i did pay to go see it yeah because i'm supporting the industry trying to keep it alive but uh I think that's all I had to say on the Suicide Squad. Was there anything that I missed or that you missed that you kind of want to touch on? Uh, not really. I'm trying to think. No. I pretty much went over everything. Yeah. There's not really much to really deep dive into with this movie, which says a lot. It really does because you can't like be, let's dissect this character. There's nothing to dissect. Nothing. So... Sorry, guys. Sorry, James Gunn, but you just, this wasn't it. This wasn't what was needed to fix the DC universe. Yeah. But I do have a gut feeling. I have a gut feeling. It's coming. I feel like the Flash movie is going to be the thing that, like, puts them on the right track. Hopefully. I mean, you it's hard to mess up that story. You know? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll see and then uh i think uh one other thing that we should talk about and this isn't the suicide squad but uh black widow Mm -hmm. how do you feel about scarlett johansson just trying to stick it to disney well at first because i was ignorant (laughs) i didn't read the whole thing about it i was like well that's stupid Mm -hmm. that's greedy that's petty but now that i've learned more about it i'm like i kind of get it yeah like come on disney and now you've got emily blunt thinking about doing it for jungle cruise and emma stone thinking about doing it because of cruella it's like well emma stone should totally do it that movie was so good. It was a great. <laughs> it, it was a great movie. It was a great movie, and it deserved. Like if this was a normal time, like if it wasn't a pandemic going around, I could see that movie bench pressing like maybe five hundred to mm-hmm. six hundred million. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by that movie. Yeah, like it was well shot, well acted. The cast was great, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, why is it that Disney is mistreating their female? leads exactly and like the rock they said the rock was in lockstep with disney in terms of how they were gonna pursue releasing it mm-hmm. like they were communicating like okay or like are you cool with this doing but they didn't do it with emily blunt they basically told scarlett johansson they said before the pandemic happened, they were like, okay, well, you'll get like a percentage based off of the back end of how much the movie makes. And she was like, cool. Because, you know, everybody wants back pay. If you're in a superhero movie, that's what you want. Because Robert Downey Jr. made his bread and butter off of that. Mm-hmm. So, but 2020 happens. They just postpone the movie. And they then, keep postponing it. And they, they keep, keep postponing it. They keep it. postponing it. And then they're like, okay, well, maybe we'll do it straight to digital. And she's like, if you do this, you still have to uphold your end of the bargain. Because it was in the contract. It, but it, well. Or was it? Well, here's the thing. It was in the contract to honor box office. But they told her, because of the pandemic, if we go digital and theater, we'll make a new contract that can reflect that mm-hmm. and they didn't, they didn't make a new it. contract and she waited like three or four weeks after black widow to, to pull the trigger mm. so 
they kind of fucked themselves. They fucked themselves. They should have honored what they said they were going to do. And I don't remember. They said something. Like, they made a statement, Disney did. And I'm like, that's just fucking classic Disney. Because they're money grabbers. Yes. But they said something about her. That she was rude. Or that she was inconsiderate of. Yeah. Of the pandemic or something. And I'm like, don't hide behind the pandemic. Because that's exactly what they're doing. And they told how much they paid her up front. Yeah. I was like, that rarely ever happens. Usually nobody, because, you know, nobody wants to know how much, like, people pay you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that just makes people look at you weird. Mm-hmm. But they were like, yeah, especially because we already paid her $10 million Or 20 I think it might have been 10 or $20 million. And, you know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Like... To a normal person that would read that statement, they'd be like, oh, why is she asking for more money? Exactly. And it's like, it's just the principle of the matter. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was working a normal job and, you know, that same issue came up, it's like, yeah. pay me what I'm due. And it's like a normal, it, to play off that, a normal job and you're like getting not even like a lot of money extra in the back end. Yeah. But you're like, I could still use that money. Yeah. And now she's coming back. She's going to be like uh, what's Andrew Garfield in The Social Network. Mm. When he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, I'm not coming back for just 30%. I'm coming back for everything. <laughs> like, I don't think they should pay her $50 million. I think they need to pay her like maybe 70 or or $100 million. Damn. Because this is a lawsuit that could. And it's triggering more potential <laughs> lawsuits. Yeah. Like, it, it, they're going to have to owe. Yeah. And last year, that's what happened with Warner Brothers because when they released their plan for every movie being released in theaters and, and HBO, HBO Max, people were pissed off because they were like, yo, we had back-end deal contracts. Like and Jason Momoa was pissed. Jason Momoa, all these people. And they had to go to all, everybody individually and pay them their, or, and come to an understanding and pay them some money up front to be like, hey, here's a... You know, here's a portion, mm-hmm. you know, to so you won't be as pissed. And then you'll get the rest after yeah. it comes out. And Disney, they didn't do that shit. Nope. So, and I think they said Kevin Feige is pissed off right now because, you know, he's, he runs, he used to run Marvel Studios a different way. Mm-hmm. Before Disney, he made sure everybody was happy. Yeah. But this is above his pay grade, so, you know. He's probably telling them, like, just pay her whatever she wants. Because if they don't, I, I think it, she's... It'll be messy. Yeah, she's not coming... I, I feel like she might not be coming back to that universe. I didn't picture her coming back at all. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, I was like, Scarlet is an honorary Avenger. Like, she was there at the start, mm-hmm. and it feels weird to, like, just kill her and just, like... Like, by the end of that movie, you're like, oh, there's more of a story to tell. There's a secret Avengers movie. I heard, or people on Reddit were saying that they wish that Black Widow came out before Infinity War. That would have been interesting. There would have needed to be a couple more movies, though. Yeah. I feel And I was like, "Mm, I kind of like it coming out now. Yeah, because you can always watch it before you watch Infinity War. Yeah. Right out, you can watch it right after Civil War, and it'll be. Yeah. You just continue on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I probably won't be rewatching Black Widow anytime soon. I did like two weekends ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, this this is a pretty good movie. 
I just... But it's not like something is like, oh, let's watch Black Widow. Like how I am about watching Endgame. Yeah, Marvel right now is at a point where I'm like... They're slowing down a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, the quality control. I'm like, you have to make sure... Like, is your movie rewatchable? Could I rewatch it like at least three times? No. (laughs) Civil War, I rewatched a lot of times. Uh... Trying to think, uh, Infinity War. I rewatched mm-hmm. a lot of times. Endgame, mm, Guardians. I rewatched a lot. Avengers one. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange yeah. had a lot of rewatchability. Black Panther. Oh yeah. I rewatched that a lot. But Black Widow, for some reason, I was just like, there's not enough moments, good moments here, or great moments to really Epic kind of pull me in. Comic book moments. Yeah, I'm just like. It's just. The female Winter Soldier, like you said. Yeah. It's, it's the, the same story, pretty much. Yeah. And I hate that I have to be like the fucking negative guy <laughs> that has to point this out. And, you know, people are like, you just hate movies. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Yes, I love them with all of my being. <laughs> but but back to the, like, financial aspects. Part, yeah. yeah, I'm like, just pay her what she's due. Pay Emily Blunt. What she's do? I'm assuming The Rock got paid up front, maybe. Of course he did. Because <laughs> he's The Rock and he's a man. Well, let's not put the man thing into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I, I do, I, Well, okay. No bullshit. Let's put the bullshit aside. Yes, it's true. Men in the workforce, no matter how rich or how poor, get better treatment financially than women do. That is true. Yes. You know, and I, you know, I'm not going to be on this podcast being like, "Well, let's, <laughs> let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt." No, it's true. He's the Rock. Yeah, they're going to make sure he's happy before they make sure Emily, Emily Blunt, Blunt is, is happy. happy yeah. Emily Blunt of all people. Let's look at her resume. Like, it's true though. You know, but it comes to that too. Yeah, Res- resume is a lot too. What is he's coming out with all these big movies, and she hasn't had her own like big movie by herself because i mean quiet place yeah that did really well but it's not like oh my god you're like you're that chick from the quiet place yeah it's like edge of tomorrow was as close as she came to being like like oh she might actually be like a good like action movie chick Mm, but that's not what she wants that's not what she (laughs) well i mean she's in jungle cruise right so i mean yeah which i still haven't watched i watched i I got halfway through it and it was starting to get interesting but i just never i didn't pick it back up (laughs) (laughs) but like there's like a plot twist in it that i was actually genuinely intrigued by Mm -hmm. because it kind of became more pirates of the caribbean that's what nancy said she said there's a twist in there yeah which i wasn't expecting with the rock yeah and you know but all that aside, Disney pay Scarlet. Pay Scarlet. Pay just her pay her money. I mean, it's a back and forth, and then it's just dumb that they would say like she's inconsiderate of the pandemic when they have fucking Disney World open right now. Exactly. Fucking spreading fucking Delta. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. I'm like y'all telling me y'all didn't make y'all didn't clear thirty million over a weekend at Disney World. Hundred percent. Those. Ticket prices at Disney they're are high. they're hiked up even more now. Yeah, it's like just one day at Disney World and Disneyland. There's her money. Just give it to her. Yeah, <laughs> just just pay 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 her her dues. But like maybe a lot of people are saying 
the industry is about to change in like a huge way. Like how we, how people get paid for making movies and what a successful movie looks like mm, now. Interesting. Because some people don't think theaters are going to make it. I don't know. I think they might. It's the the streaming and same day release thing that they're doing that HBO Max is doing and Disney Plus are starting to do. Mm-hmm. I think if they keep doing that, it'll, everything will be fine. Because sometimes it's like like Dune. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I have to see that one in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think we might be the only five people in the in the theater. Really? When comes out. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to sound like a negative, but there's something about Dune and their inability to market it to a casual moviegoer. It looks like it's a big true. movie. Yeah, they they can't do that. I know nothing about what this movie is about. Same. I know there's like. Some people with blue eyes. And there's like a giant <laughs> worm. There's a giant worm. There's a weird, got a big cast. <laughs> there's a big cast. Jason Momoa's in it. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Timothy Chalamet's and Daya. Yeah. But like, what is the movie? What is it about? <laughs> yeah. And I can easily, I know it's a book. I could easily look up the book and everything. But if for someone... Who, if there's someone out there that doesn't like to read books, they're not gonna like know what this movie's about. Yeah, you're not marketing it to people that don't like to do that kind of thing. Yeah, and the way movie politics works is you have to put in as much money as you did making it to market mm-hmm. it. So right now I'm looking at how much it costs to make. It costs 165 million. Damn. So if we do the math. It's, it needs to make more than $330 million just to make a profit. I don't think it's going to make that. In the pandemic right now. That's not going to happen. When is it coming out? <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing the trailer for it when we saw old. Yeah. October. <laughs> or no. Suicide Squad. Yeah. It comes out October 22nd. Okay. But the closer we get to that, the more unlikely I feel it's going to be released. Mm, you think it's gonna get pushed back i feel like several of these movies might get pushed back because nobody wants to take an l that big that's a big l mm-hmm. 330 million like not making that much money back and just like i could see it making like 112 114 million and i'm thinking worldwide combined it'll probably make like 148 yeah that's a that's a huge l yeah so i don't i i, I just i it, it's, it's not wise to release movies that cost that much in this market. Yeah. Like Fast and Furious and like Fast and Furious is an outlier because it made his money back like three times over in the pandemic. Which it shouldn't have. <laughs> Which it shouldn't have. But people <laughs> love Fast and Furious. Yeah. Right? So it's just like, do people love the Suicide Squad that much? No. Like I'm looking at the budget for that movie. And the budget for it is one hundred and eighty-five million. So you want to do the math on that? Mm. Three hundred and seventy million. And he's, it's not going to get that. It's not going to reach that. No. So now it's a matter of: Are we putting it on platforms to get our subscriber numbers up? Like, how many people are going to watch the Suicide Squad and or get a subscription just to watch the Suicide Squad? I feel like people will do that because it's like oh i can i can pay 
this much, and then they're releasing other movies too on here. It makes more sense. But then you put piracy into the equation. That's true. Like, within minutes of it being on HBO Max, it's probably on some pirating website. Yeah. There in HD, 4K. Like, you know, it's just like, they're getting cannibalized, like, hard by releasing these movies the way that they're releasing them. So... But keep doing it. <laughs> I, oh yeah, yeah. I need, uh, yeah. I need my content. I'm just, I'm just saying it from their perspective. Yeah. Like you're definitely on like the business side right now. Yeah, I'm like Spider Man No Way Home December. It's looking more and more unlikely every day that we're going to get that movie this year. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's all going to be pushed back because they can't. Re- yeah, and the pandemic is still happening. So. Yeah, and it's not a Disney movie technically. It's a Sony movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, would Sony like allow it on Disney Plus? No, no. They would have to charge like a crazy fee to watch it, like seventy dollars. I'm not doing that. Fuck that. I mean, I know you, you would. Yeah, the seat, I, I would just be like, "Hey, here's seventy bucks. Like, just let me buy this." Bloop. Oh yeah, I forgot we share. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like here, but that would be like. Because that's an event movie. If, it is. If the rumors are true. I got to see Tobey Maguire back in the suit. Who doesn't want to see Tobey yeah. back as Spider-Man? Or Andrew. And Andrew. And Stop. there were photos of Kirsten Dunst and Deborah Ann Wall. See, that got debunked a few like a few hours oh. after that leaked. It was like not her. It wasn't Deborah Ann Wall. I think it is. They, no, they had a shot of like her mask off. Shh. Okay. <laughs> But Let but, me believe. but I was with you because it, they looked similar. They had the same forehead, same mm. build. I was like, oh shit. But then she posted on her Twitter, like, not me. And then a photo of a different chick wearing the same stuff. The mask off. So, you know. Whatever. Yeah, it just is what it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. About the, the movie industry. Yeah, I'm like, the Batman, that should have came out we two should, times. Yeah. It was supposed to come out July this year, and then it was supposed to come out in October this year. And then and they, now it's next year. Next March. Like, is that really enough time? I was, I want to see an October Batman movie. Hell yeah. That would be Especially fun. Especially since this one kind of looks very dark. Yeah. It's like it fits the theme mm-hmm. of fall yeah. and Halloween. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. We missed out on a lot. Or I'm not going to speak not seeing these movies into existence because there's so many movies left this year that I'm like really amped to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you have any other big movies that you want to see this year, but. Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man? <laughs> it's yeah. Spider-Man right now. For me, I, I really want to see The Matrix 4. Was that supposed to come out this year? This December. Huh. Yeah. I they, thought, I thought like, they hadn't even started filming it for some they're reason. They're done. Yeah, they're done. It's in oh, the can. And in, in the rumors for people who have seen it, they're like, this is gonna this is gonna be like a different Matrix movie than you're expecting. And I'm like Yeah, I don't think that one's gonna come out this year. <sighs> Gotta do it. That it, one that's a big one that yeah. It'll be on HBO Max same day too. Mm-hmm. But you have to see The Matrix in theaters. You do. I'm, there's no way yeah. I'm watching The Matrix at home. Fuck that. You will watch it at home after we see it in Yes, theaters. yes. I'll have like a marathon or something. Mm. Maybe I could rent out the theater, the IMAX theater, 
have them play one through four. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm. How many hours would that be? That'd be like a whole day. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but Start uh, at like 8 a.m. Yeah. And then uh, Shang-Chi. I do want to see that one. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's like next month. Is that also Disney Plus 2? No, they won't. They, they actually announced last week that they won't be releasing that on Disney Plus. Eternals also is not going to be Disney Plus. I forgot about that one. Yeah. So, so they're basically putting their foot in the sand and being like, we're not going to deal with actors getting pissed off about back end. Let's just. Or you could just like, you know, uphold what you say and then not worry about it. Well, here's the thing. Some people are going to bitch now because when it gets released in theaters and underperforms, they're going to be like, oh, well, you guys didn't put it on streaming or whatever. And it's going to be like, well, you guys wanted it to be theater exclusives. Because my thing is, I don't think Black Widow would have made. I think it would have made the same amount of money in the pandemic or without the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I think it probably would have made like an extra 60 or 70 million. But those are the people who watched it on Disney Plus. But pirating, maybe ate up a big chunk i don't know i don't know the metrics yeah that metric data yeah but something tells me i'm like it just depends on the movie fast and furious like how much do you think f9 has made so far worldwide i don't know like if you could guess maybe a (laughs) hundred that's cute that's a cute prediction that's that's a cute estimate it has made thus far the fast saga it's made six hundred and forty-four million oh, worldwide, so nearly close to a billion dollars. And this is, this is not even in a healthy market. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's made one hundred and seventy here domestically. It's made four hundred and seventy-three million internationally. Damn. And Black Widow has made like I think ten million more <laughs> than F Nine domestically. So, and it still, like, hasn't made enough, like, worldwide. I don't know. I'm just saying this is an interesting thing. So, if they do release Spider-Man. Yeah, things are are about to change in the whole releasing movies. Yeah. It's going to be a a weird time for everybody. So Especially for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, will I be able to make, make podcasts on movies still the way the landscape looks? Maybe, maybe not. You know? I think you will. Why, thank you. I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Unless you had something else, something, some other topic. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I think those were like... we covered it. Huh? I think we covered it all. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. So, thank you. Thank you, guys. Oh, what? I will say, another movie I'm excited for is Halloween. Oh, my gosh. That trailer? (laughs) Was that trailer not cool? It was amazing. See, my girlfriend, April, she was like, eh, I didn't like it. (laughs) I thought it was great. I like the theme in violin. I love, I just love the Halloween movies. Also, I just like seeing Jamie Lee Curtis finally be a badass. Yeah, exactly. She's like, it ends tonight. I think she's going to die at the end of this she, like, one, though. She pulls out the thing in her side in the hospital. It's like, hey, he's still out there. Yeah. She, the more he kills, the more he transcends. <laughs> that was like such a, dork, a nerdy line for fans because mm-hmm. everybody has been saying for decades that Michael Myers is like supernaturally enhanced somehow. Mm-hmm. But there's no real confirmation on it. They had like a whole 
they had one movie where they like were hinting at it like there was like this cult of people who were like worshiping michael myers they thought yeah. he was like some chosen one or something but uh tom cruise yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> takes it off yeah but yeah and then like i think they said they showed everything in the trailer i didn't get a sense of that you know i mean i do think that trailers are showing too much but I, I'm the kind of person that would forget about it. Yeah, it's like an I'm appetizer. Not gonna, I'm not going to be watching the trailer every day. Yeah. You know? Like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rewinding, yeah. pausing, fast forwarding. Yeah, I don't, I'll, I'll watch it and I'll get excited and then I'll see it again in theaters, but I don't remember everything. Yeah. So it doesn't really spoil it for me. Yeah, I liked it at the end when the, the daughter, granddaughter was like on her knees, Michael was about to stab her and mm-hmm. she's like, come on. <laughs> And I was just like, yes, because like it's badass when it's like, because the whole Halloween franchise, like the first one, is all about somebody being a victim, mm-hmm. right? But then you follow up these this these new sequels. It's like, when do you get sick of being a victim? Yeah, when does the PTSD become too much you, that you're you're hiding from your problems? How about you just get even with yeah them. you just you just you just fucking yeah. make sure it's over because the last one was so good you got jamie lee curtis with her bunker in yes. her house it was so fucking good sorry which i will say is hollow that halloween is a redux of uh i think we might have watched this one together halloween h2o yeah 20 years later or mm-hmm. whatever it's the same it's like the same gist where it's like oh yeah she's much older now she's paranoid that Michael's gonna come back and he does. And, yeah. But this, they like did it in a cool way. Yeah, they did it a hundred percent better. Yeah, like she had like prepped for it. Yeah. Like every day she was expecting him to come back. And then you have like her daughter, Judy Greer, who is like, This is insane. But then when he does come back, she like shows that her training from Jamie Lee Curtis like pays off. Yeah. And she knows what to do. It's like, oh, it's so I, cool. I think that might be one of the best audience movies I've ever been in. See, I didn't see that one in theater, so I have to see this one. In yeah, theaters. there was like a moment in the in the first or in the the last one where uh she's she's like in the bunker thing, Judy Judy Greer, mm-hmm. and she's like has her gun up. And then Michael is coming down and she's like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. And then he starts coming down because he's like, oh, she's too scared to shoot me. And everybody in the theater is like, oh, come on, yeah. come on. And then she like, she's like stops crying. Gotcha. Yeah, boom, <laughs> and gets him. And people were like, yeah, like yeah. screaming. I was like, this movie is made by people who like are really fans of that. Of my, the whole Michael Myers. and yeah. I'm a hardcore Halloween fan for sure. It's yeah. definitely, I think it's my favorite. Yeah. Out of all like the old classics. Maybe we should like binge them before the movie. Yes. Yeah. There's like. I'm down for that. Seven or eight. <laughs> yeah. Including Resurrection because that's kind of a fun one. Is that one with Tyra Banks? Yes. Or, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a, like, don't get me wrong. It's a terrible movie, yeah. but it's fun. But it's kind of like the Chucky movies. Yes. They're horrible, but it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. how? But this Halloween is just too good. Yeah, it's like this is serious. Like we're taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like he can be harmed and stuff like that. But I feel like everything's going to escalate. Because there's nothing he's not capable of. Exactly. And you still have a third movie coming. Halloween so wh- ends. So what's going to happen in this one that's going to go into the third movie? I feel like the granddaughter and the and the grand the granddaughter and the granddaughter's mom are going to die. And then Laurie Strode, uh what's her face? Jamie Lee Curtis's character 
I, I think jo- uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to die. I think she's going to die by the end of, like, the third one. I think they're both going to die together. Mm. Like, like, she's going to just, like, they're going to just. They like, just take each other out. Like, how cool would it be if they both ended up dying by stab wounds? Like, they both have, like, the knives and they're mm-hmm. just, like, stabbing each other. Or, like, he thinks that he's finally killed her and then she, like, last minute just, like, st- like gets him good and he yeah. Like dies. Yeah. Just go out the same way. Yeah. You know, because they're kind of, like, tied together. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you can't have one without, without the other. So. Um, plus, Jamie Lee Curtis, her character, she needs some peace. Yeah. <laughs> just give her peace. Yeah. Like, even if she survived, she would still be paranoid about anybody becoming that kind of person again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you... Do- so, I don't think she could recover mentally after. Yeah. Or do you think they'll kill Jamie Lee in this one and then have the daughter kind of take out the mantle, the, the granddaughter? Okay. I, I'm glad you said granddaughter because I can't picture Judy Greer. No. <laughs> Judy Greer, I'm just counting as dead in this one. <laughs> I could see that happening. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. But I, I want to see Jamie Lee like in the next one too. Yeah, I'm like, how do we how do we make this work? Yeah, maybe he thinks he's killed her just like she thought she killed him in the fir- in the last Halloween, and she like survived somehow. I don't know. I don't know what the death would be. Yeah, where she could fake that or whatever. But you know, whatever. We're we're gonna we're, yeah. we're we we'll went get into off. it. I brought up. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That's that's the end of this episode, guys. So I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, until next time, go see Suicide Squad if you're bored. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>